Hey everybody, Justin White here, and you're about to listen to episode 9 of Power Forward. Our guest is Alex Elezai, Chief Strategy Officer. Alex left the job as a CEO of another company to join ours. He'll tell you what went into that decision and the advice he has for other people who are considering changes in their careers. We also get into Alex's belief that not having a backup plan is the best way to set yourself up for success. Alex tells us the mindset it takes to make sure your plan A works. It seems like a small thing, but telling people the impact they have on you can make a big difference. You'll hear the story of an encounter Alex had with a former leader of his that moved both of them to tears. It's all coming your way right now on Power Forward. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to inform, entertain, and educate. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice, opinions, or endorsements of any kind. This is Power Forward. All right, welcome back to Power Forward. Justin White with Mateen Cleaves. Mateen, what's going on, my friend? Oh, Justin, just living a dream, and please don't wake me up. All right, I won't do that, but I do want to ask you a question, and this is going to take you back to your basketball playing days. All right, so the coach calls in a play, right? You know you have to run it. You know what you have to do to execute it. How important is it, though, to have the confidence that you can go out there and get the job done? Well, I think it's very important to have the confidence. First of all, you got to have the confidence in your coach, the trust and the confidence. Then you have to have the confidence that the player is going to work. Then you have to have the confidence in yourself, Justin. So it's not just the execution. It's having that mindset to go out there and get the job done. Exactly. Well, today's guest knows a little something about having that winning mindset. We have Alex Elezai our Chief Strategy Officer. Alex, welcome to Power Forward. Great to be here with you guys. Really excited for today. I've been so excited to get you on the show with us. You're you're such a positive, upbeat guy. You've got great experience, great insights, um, and and you are relatively new to the company. You you have experience in the past uh, with other businesses. You're also relatively new to the mortgage industry. What what has it been like for you in, in this current phase of your career? It's been so exciting. I mean, the whole team here at United has been tremendous over the past 15 months and getting to know everybody. Uh, but what we're building here as a, as a company is just absolutely amazing. You know, and the team that we have today, the team that we're building in the in the in the whole excitement and strategy that we have on a go forwarding base on a go forward base just is just awesome to see and uh, really to be proud to be part of it. Well, I know that you don't really focus too much on titles, but I, I do want to ask you just a bit about your role. And the strategy aspect of it, because, you know, when you think about strategy, you think about what's next. You think about the future. How do we keep building? How do we keep growing? What is it like for you just to, to be focused on on what's still to come and all the other opportunities that are still out there? You know, it's exciting because, you know, you're able to talk to a lot of people, build relationships with different people, kind of poke around the company in many different regards and talk to outside partners, uh, potentially. Um, so for me, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's really cool to just take a, a step back and work with different people throughout the company and say, hey, what are you working on? What would be cool? How can we build something different? You know, how can we separate ourselves from our competition and help, you know, create something that maybe somebody else doesn't have? So it's a it's a cool position to be in. And I'm very fortunate to, uh, you know, be part of it. And we're, we're digging in all kinds of stuff right now. So Man, it, it, <laughs> you 
do you have bad days, man? You know, that's my first, that's my first question. I went at like, what, do you ever have any bad days? I, I really don't. I really don't. Honestly, we're I, you know very blessed in many different ways. But you know, um, you know, I look at it like, hey, you just you, you come to work, you work really hard, you be positive, and um, you know, you, you're in control of your day, right? You know, we exactly. talk about titles like you're the CEO of yourself. You know, regardless of whatever it is, like, how do you want to wake up every morning? And you know, we have Eric Thomas in who's talked a couple times, and I look at things like you get to come to work. You know, right. you get to be positive. If you get to do these things. So for me, you know, I, I just love the challenge. I love being around people. I love working with people. And the, and the things that we're doing here as a company is just tremendous. You know, you see the great hiring the people, you know, hired, you know, well over a thousand people just this year, changing Ooh. people's lives. You know what I mean? That to me is what is what the coolest thing about it, what we're doing. And, you know, you saw the career fair that we did and all the excitement. We had line, you know, people all the way down the parking lot, you know, where you're here waiting to get in. You hear their stories and you hear that they want an opportunity. And the beautiful thing with our companies, you don't need to have all this experience. You know, right. we're going to hire people on attitude, work ethic, you know, how they're communicating, like that's who we want. And then we're going to give them opportunities to make great things happen for themselves and for their family. So that's what I'm most proud of. And that's honestly what, what makes me happy every day. And, um, you know, and obviously, even if you think you're having like not that great of a day, that's okay. Like you got to push through it just like in sports. You might have you missed that shot on that play call that, that, that your coach called for you. But you know what? You got to have that confidence to shoot again. That's you right. got to have that confidence to get back up there and, and help your help your team, have your team help you, and you guys all work together. And make sure you hit that shot the next time. So, you mentioned Alex, you know that you're the CEO of yourself, and you know the importance of attitude. Uh, you actually have experience as a CEO with another company. From a leadership standpoint, what were the biggest lessons you learned uh, running a company and being in a position like that? Yeah, Justin, honestly, it's all about people. You know, uh, what, regardless of whatever product you're making or whatever service you're providing, I, I've been in different industries, I've been at different companies. And, and the reality is if you create an environment where people want to be there, you create an environment where you know their names, you create an environment where you know their spouse's names, you create an environment where you know that their kid had a baseball game last night you, and you circle back with them the next day and say, hey, how did your kid do? When you have that like intimate family type of environment at your company, great things happen. You know, you can be the CEO of a company and be uh, run a company in bankruptcy. So the title doesn't matter. It's like, how do you take care of your people? How do you create the environment where people want to be there? Uh, to me, those are the biggest things. And, 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 and if you do that, and it's hard to do, right? It takes a lot of effort to do that. We see that every single day. But if you do it that, if you do it the right way, um, generally good things are going to happen. So uh, again, it's not about, you know, do you have all the mortgage experience? Do you have all the particular experiences? Like if you can focus on people, culture, doing the right thing, being a good person, great things are going to happen. Every good team I was on, it was a family uh, atmosphere. You know, everyone cared about each other. Um, our leaders cared about it. it. That's what made us special. Now, let me ask you this question because you were a CEO at other, uh, you had another business and you had success. So like some might scratch their head and say, why would you leave, you know, a good situation? You know, that's what probably one of the questions would be. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? It's um, again, I don't get hung up on titles, you know, so I, I look mm -hmm. at it as a matter of like, hey, what team do you want to be on? Because, mm -hmm. again, you're, 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 we're all CEOs, we're all leaders right. you know, in our own way. And, and so to me, it was like, hey, how can I come over here and help this company grow? How can I go on a winning team? I'm, I'm not looking at it for just myself, mm -hmm. you know, because you don't want to be, you know, uh, good leadership is not being, you know, uh, you, you can't be selfish. Right. You know what I mean? So I looked at it as saying like, hey, how can I go contribute? How can I go help be part of this team that's going to win a championship? You know, you're on a basketball team, right? So it's mm -hmm. like one person doesn't win a championship. 
the whole team does. Right. You know what I mean? When you're out on the floor, there's five guys out on the floor. You know, it's just not you by yourself. So to me, um, that decision was very easy. You know, I, I got to know Matt um, Ishby, obviously our president and CEO over many years. And, 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 you know, getting to know how he is and getting to know his strategy and his vision for growth, to me, that was a simple decision about giving up titles or anything. Because to me, it's like we're running, you know, we're going to grow this company together. We're going to do this stuff together. Yes. There is no I in any of this stuff. It's all about we and it's all about how are we going to be successful and our whole model is like it is us you know it's all about the us mentality the we mentality to make things happen and not the individualism of you know me or you know i'm this title or you know that that stuff doesn't mean actually anything to me so it's for me it was an easy decision when when alex when you when you put the emphasis on your people and you experience success what factor does giving the team credit play, you know, making people feel appreciated, um, that that was their success, that was their win, even if it was a, a company win. How, how is that? How have you seen that kind of play a role, a role in, in helping establish a, a great environment, a great culture and, and great team morale? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I feel like it's uh, it feels better to give recognition and actually is to get recognition. You know, I think you make people's day. Uh, sometimes I don't think we understand as leaders how important it is to give that person recognition, to give that teammate. They're going to go home and they're going to tell their spouse, or family, oh my gosh, I got a nice voicemail or nice, you know, uh, this person, my, you know, this, our leader walked by and talked to me or wanted to, you know, took me out to lunch or did something special for me to recognize an effort uh, that they did. So to me, it's very important to recognize people. It, it, to me, again, like it's better to recognize them to get the recognition uh, from my perspective. So, and I think our leadership that's listening, they need to understand that because I think that's something they take for granted. Just a, a hello <laughs> from as a leader on the team takes can change someone's whole day. A voicemail, a, a, a show of appreciation can change someone's whole day by you just recognizing them. Yeah, I mean, we talk about the, the simple things like saying hello to people in the hallway or, yeah. hey, when you're walking in the hallway, you're not looking down at your phone like your phone's in your pocket so that you can say hi to people. You know, you're going to show them how important it is for you to be, you know, out there and connecting and, and, and helping these, uh, you know, connect with everybody in your team. So. And you also talked about, you know, getting to know your team members, you know, on, on a personal level and, and not just, you know, by their name, but also know their spouse's name and know what's going on with their kids and checking in on them from time to time. And, you know, to take that a step further, to help the people on your team achieve the things in their life that they want to achieve, not just from a professional standpoint, but in their life as a leader, what's the importance there? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that we can do as leaders is help people achieve life goals. You know, whatever that is. So again, having that conversation. So I can say, hey, Justin, what's going on, you know, with you and your kids? And you might say to me, hey, my dream is one day for my daughter to go to Michigan State, whatever. And you know what? I'm going to try to do whatever I can to, you know, put you in contact with somebody who might be able to help guide a path to say, hey, if your kid wants to go here, these are the classes. This is what they should do. This is what the focus should be. And that's a simple example. Or it could be somebody who's dealing with a health issue. And I'm going to use my network of people and people that I know to get and connect them with the right doctor to be able to, you know, help them address whatever their needs are. So it could be a life goal. It could be a personal issue they're going through, whatever it is. But if you show people that you're there for them and you show people that you care about them you know it's a different feeling than just like this you know old model of like boss employee like just obviously it doesn't exist at our company not the way that we think but unfortunately a lot of companies are like that you know a lot of companies are like that so. and Alex and I heard a story about you and you know because great leaders do whatever it takes to make their team win great players do whatever it takes to make their team win uh, you I heard a story about you in underwriting with some of the underwriters. Can you can you take me 
back down memory lane. I think they were against turn time, and you had to take some packages to the to the. To the to, <laughs> oh, I heard about this. Uh, tell me going about here. this story. <laughs> I heard it's, about it's this. It's not a true story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. You know, the team was doing such a great job, and and uh, we were working at the with the with the post closing team, and um, it was late, and we were under the gun to get some boxes out the door. Uh, we needed to ship them out next day over to uh, to get them out to California, and you know, I just said, "Hey guys, you guys are doing the hard work. I can do the the simple part at least." You know, driving the boxes over to FedEx, so uh, we you know whip my car around and and uh, you know put all the boxes in the car and drove into FedEx. But the, the funny part is, is they have to leave by like seven thirty, mm-hmm. and I get there like you know seven twenty, and there's like three people in line, and I'm waiting in line, and the guy in the front's like, "Oh, um, how much does it cost to ship? You know, two day versus." So I walk right around the front. I said, listen, ship it next day. I'm paying for it. Like, let, let's go. Let's we, get we, it done. We got to move this line. We got to get it done. And uh, But it was funny. But, you know, again, I, well, I appreciate you guys, uh, them telling you this, that story. But uh, the reality is I did the easy part. They were doing all the hard work, you know, to, to, to get everything ready to go. But, you know, but it, is it a small sign of saying, hey, I don't care what you are in the company, whatever your title is, like we're all in it together. There's nothing above me or below me or anything like that. We'll roll up our sleeves. We will make it happen. Like whatever needs to happen, you know, I'm in. Right. And, and, and regardless of what that means. So if it's delivering a box or helping out in any way, shape or form or creating the next strategy for the company or whatever it is, like I'm all in uh, on whatever it needs to, to be. So it's, love it. it's practicing what you preach, right? Yeah, that's right. I want to get into a little bit more about you and your and your background, you know, because you you've obviously experienced success in business. You you said you've worked in in several different fields from from automotive to to printing, and now you're here in the in the mortgage business. Um, what what is it that drives you? You know, where does your your passion for people, your your positive attitude, your strong work ethic, where where do those things come from? You know, I mean, um, a lot of it just comes from my upbringing. You know, um, you know, I, I've always, you know, I come from a, a very blue collar family. You know, my my parent, I'm first generation here, so my parents came to America in 1969. My dad, my dad, uh, you know, rode his first bike in his 20s. Wow. You know, so so we come from a you know an environment very blue collar. My parents worked in factories and restaurants, and you know, gave us you know worked really hard to give us an opportunity. But I also see, you know, I saw my dad go to work at 6 a.m. and come home at 6 p.m. and then my mom went from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. You know, they worked wow. alternative shift so that, you know, they could take care of us. And then, you know, they were always there with us and, and help raise us. So, you know, I learned work ethic, you know, responsibility at a very young age, um, you know, and it stuck with me. So everybody's got their story, right? Uh, you know, we have over 4,000 people at our company. There's 4,000 different stories. Uh, people come from different backgrounds, but I'm a firm believer that whatever your situation was, good, bad, whatever the case is, it's up to you, you know, as an individual to set your path and to take all those lessons that you learned right or wrong, whatever they were, and, and to take them and to really apply them and, and set the tone for you and then set the tone for your legacy. You know, so I have four kids. You know, my kids are, you know, 18, 16, 14, and 12. And the only thing I'm trying to do every day is like set, you know, an example for them, you know, set an example for them that, hey, you know what? It, yeah, it might be easier to sleep until eight o'clock this morning, you know, but I'm going to get up at five and go to work or whatever the case is, you know. So I try to accept the example for them that, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to work really hard. You know, I'm going to, you know, do whatever I can to, to, not only for myself, but also, 
you know, show my parents, you know, that that all the hard work and effort that they put into raising us, you know, was was warranted, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, it, and I know it means a lot to them. And I mean, my mom, I since lost my mom a couple of years ago, but I know it meant the world to her to see that, you know, we were able to go, you know, and, and live the American dream. You know, I, you know, I, I mean, I went to college and everything, but we didn't have the money set aside for college. So it took me seven years to get my undergrad. You know, mm. I worked 50, 60 hours a week at work and I went to school at night, you know, and I did that for many, many years, you know, paving my way through school, paying for it myself. And I went to graduate school and I paid for it myself, you know, and all of those things where I know what that grind's like, you know, so for me, you know, taking all those lessons and, you know, hopefully being an example for, for sure for my kids and for my family, but even others around me, um, you know, is, is what I think is, is, you know, important. So have you ever had one? Have you had that moment? Okay. Cause you've, you had to grind for it. Some people think it just happened no. overnight and you're lucky. And, yeah. um, have you had that moment where you just set back one at one time and just took it all in and say, you know, everything I went through up to this point was worth it. Like having to go to school, having to have a yep. job. So have you had that moment where you sit back and say, you know, I'm actually glad I went through that. Yeah, honestly, Mateen, I have that moment every day. Wow. Every day I wake up in the morning, I thank God for the blessings, you know, for health. You know, number one, being mm-hmm. healthy, sometimes those are the very simple things that we all take for granted. So yeah. to me, I'm, I'm very fortunate every day I wake up and every day I go to bed, I'm thanking God for everything, <laughs> for the beautiful day that I have, for the beautiful kids, the opportunity to make an impact on people's lives. And again, as we grow the company, we hire and we help promote and help change people's lives. And um, to me, those are like the, the biggest things. So, you know, people say, hey, what keeps you up at night? Like, Honestly, the biggest thing that keeps me up is like, at night is like, what else can we do to make people's lives better? Mm. You know, what, what else can we be doing? Because, you know, starting with Matt and the way that we, uh, the whole company runs things, is like, we do things the right way. You know, we, we, we treat our, you know, we try to do our best, right? Yeah, to, yeah. to take care of our people, do the right thing, create the right environment. So it's like, hey, why not us? Why not have, you know, 6,000 people, 8,000? Like, what? why not? You know, so to us, I think that's a huge motivator. Mateen brought up the the fact that you know you left a, a company in a, in a CEO position to come here. Um, that was not though the first time that you had you know I don't want to call it uh, taken a risk or you know made a jump that you know some people might have raised an eyebrow at. But I, I know that you had a, a story from earlier in your career um, when one of your kids was was just born and you had a you had a really great job and you, and you made a decision to to change change jobs right tell us tell us that story yeah it was almost a time where my wife ran out the back door on me, you know? <laughs> i was gonna ask what does your wife think uh, about these decisions so yeah to put it in perspective i had a great job doing very well and all that stuff and an opportunity came up with a company uh that was about four months from going into bankruptcy and uh and and but it was a really something about it was really really cool mm-hmm. and i was like and our fourth kid was just born. I was like, hey, I, I think I want to do this. And she's like, you got to be kidding me. You know, you, you, <laughs> you're crazy. We just had our, you know, to her, it's like benefits, right? Right. It's like, hey, we need our benefit, the kids. And I'm like, I got it. I got it. I, you know, and, and to me, it's all about, you know, what we talked before is like, you know, having a plan A. Like, this is your plan. You got to jump all in. So I told her, I said, hey, I think I want to do this. You know, I think I want to do this. And uh, so long story short, you know, I, I took a risk uh, of giving up a really good opportunity uh, for something that was challenging and something 
something where I was like, hey, you know what? I can go make an impact on hundreds of people. You know, th these people might lose their jobs. This company might go under. And it was an opportunity for me to, to, to try something new and to uh, go all in. And I, you know, I went all in. So it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, there's literally nights I slept at the office. Wow. Uh, you know, we were running three shifts and you had to figure out what shift was better than the other shift and efficiency. So, um, you know, I went all in. But uh, yeah, that was definitely a point in my life where I was like, I don't know, maybe I should, should or shouldn't do this, but I did. <laughs> and, and what was your mindset? Because I'm sure it wasn't all peaches and cream. I'm sure it just, you didn't just come in one day and took this company from nothing and, you know, you guys had success. What was your mindset when you were trying to get through those dog days and you had some struggles while you were trying to get the, get the company to the top? Yeah, I mean, the mindset is confidence, right? The mindset is confidence, like you said. Like, you got to have con confidence you're going to make that shot. So when I went to that company that was, you know, in, in kind of dire straits, it was like I, I met with everybody individually and said, hey, I got your back. Like, I'm here to help. I'm not here to wind this thing down and we're out of a job in a few months. Like, I'm here because we got to win this game. I'm yeah. here to make the shot, you know, and I need you to help, you know, pass the ball. We got to work on this play together. So uh, to me, it was about setting that mindset of like, hey, we got each other's back. We're going to win this thing together and we're going to do it not like week by week. This is like down hour by hour. Like, this is what you need to do, Mateen, for the next four hours. You know, you know, Justin, this is what you need to do for the next 30 minutes. Like, go do it. I mean, literally, that's how closely uh, things have to be managed. So, um, but that was kind of the mindset. It's like confidence, yeah. execution, you know, but all through it, being a good person along the way. Like, yep. letting them know, like, hey, I got your back. We're going to get this through together and, and know that, you know, um, we're going to get through it together. So, And, and being all in, Alex, and, and executing and having that confidence, that, that kind of speaks to the, the whole mindset of no plan B. Right. And I know that that's something you believe in, because a lot of times when people go into a situation, they have their plan A and then somebody else may say, all right, well, what's plan B? But but you firmly believe that there doesn't necessarily have to be a plan B. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's again, it's a mindset. It's a confidence mindset. I believe like a plan B is already admitting failure. That plan A is not going to work. Right. So so to me, it's like you're going to go in at plan A. And I know a lot of people like to have a plan B as a, as a backup and it's pretty natural. And, and I get that, right? I get that you want to do that. Um, but the reality is like, if you're, if you put enough effort into your plan A and you go all after it and you know that, Hey, this is like, when I jumped to that company, that there was no plan B like that. <laughs> that's plan A. My plan A is like, I'm going in, I'm going in hard. I'm going to execute. I'm going to be the hardest worker in the room. And like, that's how I'm going to tackle it. And, and that kind of, that's how I think about strategy for a company. Like just like when we did our big announcement on January 8th, that's plan A. Like we're going all in. There is no other really plan B. Like this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to execute. Um, and again, you, you have to do in-game in adjustments sometimes. You have to change. But the reality is, though, is the more you can focus on executing on your plan A, I think that you put all that effort into making sure that that happens, and you generally won't need then plan B or C, if you will. So you know. And as I listen to you talk, you got a lot of sports analogies. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I don't knock people that didn't play sports, but I think when you do play sports, there's certain things that you learn. Um, do you lean back on some of those experiences that you learned from sports and now implementing them into business today? Yeah, absolutely. Not only uh, uh, playing sports, I didn't play obviously at levels like you played, but you know, um, I see it with my own son, you know, with, mm. uh, you know, he plays, uh, you know, uh, little league baseball if you yeah. will but uh, you know he's 12 but um, and you can see like we're not only you know showing these kids how to play baseball you're teaching them everything else beyond baseball yeah. right? you're teaching them how to be a good team number one how to shoot, how to get to practice on time mm -hmm. you know get to practice on time how to be a good teammate how to be coachable 
mm-hmm. you know, how to listen, how to have the right attitude, knowing how to win, knowing how to lose. You know, those are all the things. So when if my son loses a team, like, all right, what are you going to do about it now? Right. You know, how are you going to prepare better for the next game? So for me, yeah, playing sports, I grew, I grew up playing hockey uh, for the most part. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, our coach was, he was ruthless, man. He was, he <laughs> was, uh, I'll, that's a whole other episode. But, uh, but uh, no, but it was great because you learn so much more. It's not about the sport because the reality is most people don't get to the highest levels like you did in mm-hmm. sports. So it's like, hey, how do you, though, take the lessons that you did learn and apply them to business or apply them to whatever you're going to do? Uh, to me, that's the, the biggest takeaway from sports is, that, that those couple things. When, when people have approached you about, you know, taking on a new role or maybe, you know, jumping to a new business or a new field in their career, because obviously you have experience with both, you know, what, what kinds of advice do you like to give them in terms of the way they should approach making those decisions? You know, to me, it's, um, you know, clearly understanding what you want to do, right? I mean, there's some people who, you know, are very comfortable just doing their, their, their job, right? You know, just a normal job. They're not, you know, saying, hey, I want to be the next president of the company or anything like that. So you have to understand, like, hey, what do you want to accomplish at a personal level, you know, and how aggressive do you want to get with things? Um, and if you do want to go into a new role, better understand what that role really is, talking to that leader, because it's not just the role, it's the leader. Mm. You know, sometimes you can go into the perfect role, and if it's not a good leader, um, regardless so what business you're in, you're like, man, I can't believe I did this uh, to myself. So That's to me, point. to me, you're picking your part, your business partner. Like when I came to the mortgage side, uh, to the mortgage business, um, you know, I was picking my partner. You know, I picked Matt, you know, because I, I was going to, I know how he is as an individual. And, and to me, it wasn't about the position or what I was going to have to do. Because in my position right now, I do a lot of different things, you know, but but I, I decided to pick my partner and, and, and how I was going to do things. So I would, I would always coach people on, you know, figuring out, um, you know, who their who their leader is going to be. Do they align with the way that they are? Do they, you know, have personality um, alignment, you know, on different things? So I think that's a it's a big takeaway for people to understand. Wow! And how do you like? Because you 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 want to be great. You know, every conversation I've had with you, just being around you, you want to be great at everything you do. So what is your what is how do you like hold yourself accountable, but not? Beat yourself up because, you know, like I said, everything don't go your way all the time and you want to be great at everything. But how do you hold yourself accountable but not beat yourself up too bad to where you can keep pushing through to, to, to figure it out? You know, it, it's like, you know, a lot of the way that we do things here at United. I mean, we set build big goals. Mm-hmm. And if you don't always hit them, that's OK. You know, but can you, you have, say that again, please. <laughs> please. Depending is, on which one, one of the is. team's favorites. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. If you don't hit the goal, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So and 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 sometimes those goals that you set, um, you're gonna blow past them. And then so are you beating yourself up for saying, Man, I wasn't that aggressive on it. <laughs> I, I sandbagged on this one, but you don't think about it like that. You know, people generally are focused on the one they didn't hit. And I don't think about it that way. I just think about it like, hey, set goals for yourself, set ambitious goals for yourself, have a plan to get there. And if you get there, great. That's what you set yourself up for. And if you didn't, you know, you, you take just like my son's baseball exam. You know, if you lost the game, hey, what could you have done? Why did you not hit the goal? But that's okay. Like, you can't beat yourself up over it um, because then you start to um, – it, it, it affects you in a negative way. You know what I mean? So, so to me, I don't, I don't typically focus in on that kind of stuff. It's more like, hey, you, you push forward and you work hard at it and you try to achieve those goals and, and – um, you know, don't let it, don't beat yourself up too yeah, bad. Yeah, if you don't get it, it's a teaching moment. You figure it out and you push forward. Just Solution don't, focus. Don't be afraid to set the goals, though. Exactly. That's the key. Uh, you talked about, you know, some of the the various businesses you've been involved with, Alex, and, and, you know, the way that you like to lead. But I want to ask you about um, some of the leaders that you've learned from. You know, you've been around a lot of different people with a lot of great perspectives and, and uh 
mindsets and, and the way that they approach business and, and you know being in a position of leadership. What are some of the things that, that you hold closest uh, to you as far as uh, those experiences and what you've learned from some of the great leaders that you've been around in your career? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So, um, you know, literally two weeks ago, I met with a, a head lunch with one of my first leaders uh, 20 years ago, um, and I still talk to him pretty regularly. And, and we had lunch together and I was sitting there and we're talking one on one, just, the, you know, family and kids and stuff like that. And I, and I told him, I said, you know, his name's Paul. And I said, Paul, you know, I don't think you realize the impact that you had on my life. You know, the, the way that you handled the business in the right way, the way that I saw you raise your family, the way that you did things the right way. I said, I just want to thank you, you know, for and I know I've probably thanked you indirectly many times, but like just you and I sitting here. And um, I mean, this guy's, you know, probably 60 years old right now. And, and he looks across from me and he just starts crying. Oh, like he's got, man. you know, he, he's, he, his tears fill up. And he's like, you know what, Alex, it means so much to hear that because I've helped a lot of people along the way and I'm sure they've gone on and do things. He's like, but you, sometimes you don't realize as a leader, you know, the impact that you have on people. You know what I mean? And, and I don't even think he realized it, the mm-hmm. impact that he, he, he had on me. But even just doing the simple thing like letting him know mm-hmm. how important he was to me was, was a big deal to him. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was a big deal to me. I actually was probably more emotional telling him, yeah. you know, than it was for him receiving it. So, you know, I have a great relationship with him still to this day. And um, obviously we just had lunch, like I said, a couple weeks ago. But, um, you know, not losing sight of what people do to help others um, is, is, is uh, big for me. But on the flip side of that, you know, I've worked with, um, you know, different leaders, right? He was a great positive leader. I've, I've also worked with leaders who I would say, I'm never going to be that guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you you learn from people around you, right? You have positive leaders. You have people like that that you know you know worked with their door closed, didn't know anybody's name. They were screamers. They were yellers. They were this and eh, okay, yeah. You could argue they might have had a successful company, but really, you know, from a maybe a profit perspective, but was it really a good company? Right. You know, was it really the environment that people really wanted to be in? So uh, to me, we you know uh, we're around leaders every day, and it's like, what kind of leader do you want to be? And um, so I've I've learned you know, uh, many different styles over the years working with different leaders. So, yeah. And, and those tears, you know, from, from your former leader were, were obviously genuine and, and, you know, I'd have to think that, you know, for him that proved that, that he has a legacy, you know, as you think about your career and other leaders, you know, what, what is the importance of that? You know, not just going into work every day and doing your job and then going home, but actually, you know, building something that people are going to point to years down the road and say, you know what? that person really made an impact on me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I mentioned the career fair a little bit earlier. And, uh, you know, I had one story that uh, that I wanted to share was, uh, you know, we're there and this guy comes up to me and we're, and we're, and we're talking and asking him what he's doing for a living and everything. And, he, and the guy looks at me and says, look, he says, um, to be honest with you, I'm struggling right now. Hmm. He says, I have, I'm a single dad. I'm raising five kids, 15, 13, and 11. Now I'm putting myself in that pers- position, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty similar ages with the kids. And he says, I've worked really hard to put myself through accounting school, you know, and pay for myself. And he says, and I can't find an opportunity. He says, I've been changing tires and I've been working in a, in a factory for the last couple of years trying to find a company that's going to give me an opportunity. And I guarantee you, he says, if you give me an opportunity, he said, you won't be disappointed. Mm. You know, I'm staring at this guy. I'm like, this is the person you want. Yeah. That's the teammate that yeah. you want. You know, this guy, you know, his work ethic, right? Mm-hmm. See, I mean putting himself through school, grinding it out, raising his kids, trying to get every opportunity. And now we're fortunate enough 
as a growing company and making you know great decisions as a as a whole team and everything that we do is like hey we're in a position now to bring people on like this and he has since started a company since that career wow. fair so it's just such a cool feeling to be able to help people and do all those kinds of things so um, that that's what's really special about everything that we're doing is and that I, that and, kind of story yeah so. and I and I encourage a lot of the leaders here you know be careful when you ask people how they're doing because they just might tell you how they're doing, you know, and it might not be what you're looking at, what you think they're going to say. Like in your say, it might be something bad. So if you open your mouth, you open yourself up for that, you know, be ready for whatever answer they're going to give you. And that also speaks to the notion of just being kind, right? And I know you were talking about the importance of just being a good person and doing the right thing because you don't know what somebody might be going through right. until they tell you and you get them to open up to you and look what happened with the gentleman that you just talked about from the career fair. So I think that just speaks to the way you can handle yourself on a day-to-day basis, you know, asking people how they're doing, you know, being nice, being kind and, you know, having a smile for somebody going out of your way to do something for them because you don't know. Everybody's going through something, right? It, it, not everybody, you know, has it written on their face or they're going to just come out and, and, and tell you. But everybody in their life is dealing with something. And, and I like to think that, you know, the way that you handle yourself, um, how approachable you are and what an affable guy you are. I mean, people, people are willing to open up to you. It's no coincidence, right, Mateen? Because right. that's the way that you kind of carry yourself as somebody who's approachable and kind and has a good heart. And, and to me, in leadership, in, in life, and in business, whether it's in business or in life, I mean, that's that's really a, an important thing. Yeah, and to be honest with you, it's a lot easier to be that way. Yeah, you know, when you when you think about life, it's a lot easier to just be, hey, a good person, and 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 want to talk to people, want to help people, than be somebody who is, um, you know, uh, the, the flip side of that coin. So, <laughs> yeah, nothing fun in that. No, no, no. no be, being a good person. I mean, and, and but I mean, in business, doing the right thing and doing right by people. Not always the easiest thing to do, right? Because it's it's not always something you can convince everybody. All right, we're going to focus on our people and doing right by them. Because in business, there are bottom lines, right? Yeah, and and you know what? Everybody's not going to agree with the decision that you make, and and sometimes tough decisions have negative consequences depending on how you look at it. But the reality is, is uh, not it, as from a leadership perspective, it's not trying to get everybody to, um, you know, to to agree with what you're doing. It's at least explaining the why on mm-hmm. why you're doing something, and you know what. People are going to have their opinions. You might get 80% who agree with you and 20% who don't, but at least they understand where you're coming from. Uh, but it's very hard to please everybody in everything that you do. But as long as you know that um, you're, you're putting in the right effort to make the right decision, you're, you're thinking about it strategically, um, to me, those are the important things. And then, uh, you know, but yes, for sure, you can't make everybody happy, but we're, we'll sure try as hard as we can. So, and I, and I think about the success that we're having here at UWM, and it's no surprise because you look at Matt. You look at Alex, you look at Melinda, Laura, you look at the leadership, man. You got a group of people that genuinely care about people that want to see other people have success. And I hope our listeners are really paying attention to this. You know, this company is having so much success, not by luck. Now, it's it's designed. Now, we have great leadership here that genuinely care about people and go out of their way to make sure that people are having success. No, it's it's funny. You know, we I talk to people on the outside and, you know, most, um, you know, our, the leadership team, all 4,000 people here, to be honest with you. Like, I think that we've created a system here where, you know, you take the sports analogy, like if a player falls down, if I fall down, I got 4,000 other people around <laughs> me reaching their hand down to pick me up. Right. Right. 
most of corporate America, when that person falls down, people start kicking. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, it, it gets cutthroat in a lot of different companies yeah. where if you have an environment where it's like, hey, we all got each other's back. Titles don't matter. We're going to succeed together. We're going to win together. We're going to raise the trophy together. Like there is no MVP or one individual award that goes out to anybody here. It's a team award, and that's how we do things. Um, I, I think that's a much better system to have. Speaking of young people, and I, I know you talked about your kids earlier and some of the the lessons that your son has taken just from from playing little league. Um, when you're having conversations with your kids about their future and their aspirations and their dreams and what they want to do in their career, what are those conversations like? You know, it's funny because, um, you know, my kids know how I'm wired. You know, they're always good. Actually, they make fun of me most of the time. You know, but, uh, but I always tell them like, hey, you know, whatever you want to do in life, you know, work hard at it. So if you want to be a teacher, be the best teacher that you can. Put yourself in a position to succeed. You want to be a police officer, be the best police. It doesn't matter what your job is or it's not about money or it's not about any of that. It's about happiness. So for me and my kids, like I have four, they're all very different. I can already tell you like where I think all four will probably end up in different careers and, and what their um, ex, uh, what their desires are. And they're all very different. You know, and I've told them just, you know, be the, be the hardest work in the room. Make sure you're there on time. Be a good teammate. Like all these fundamental things and you're going to have a good life. You're going to have a good life. Don't worry about, you know, anything else except for, you know, uh, you know, doing what you want to do, being happy about it, and working your butt off. I love it. So you're not the dad when a guy scores 18 points. You said you should have had 20 points. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you because I see those people all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just love it. What a great dad, dad of the year. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. that. <laughs> well, we know you, you set a great example for them through your work ethic, but but I want to ask you just about you know your drive and kind of what fuels you because you know people have kids and their perspective changes. Um, was your drive different you know earlier in your life did it did it evolve did it change as you became a dad now as your kids are getting a little bit older uh, you know, it's interesting. I think it's just different seasons of life, right? So what, what drove me when they were younger might have uh, been a little bit different. You know, to be honest, as they were really young, I actually, you know, I, I work hard today, but I, I work maybe even harder, you know, sometimes because I knew like, man, I, I have this brand new family. Like you you have this, this desire, you got to take care of all these kids. And now as they get older, I'm like, I got to spend time, a little bit more time with them, mm-hmm. you know, because the time goes so fast. You know, my daughter's going to be 19 years old in a couple of weeks. And, you know, all of a sudden they start on their own schedules. So like uh, before they were on our schedule, you know, when they're young and now we're like on their schedule, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like this balance between you're always working hard, but you do have to balance uh, making sure that, um, you know, you're, you're taking care of your family, you're spending the right amount of time with them. And I think that's the beautiful thing with our company, you know, being a being a family business and how we do things. And, you know, I know that, you know, this year challenged a lot of that thought process, right? Where it was like, hey, you know, we, we work our firm 40, we want the work-life balance, we want all those things. And as we grew, you know, it, it, it put people in a position to say, oh my God, I'm working a lot harder. But the beautiful thing was everybody stepped up and everybody knew it was going to be a short-term thing. Everybody knew that help was on the way. And we have brought in a lot of people. So now that's getting back to more normalized, you know, um, levels. I, I think it's, you know, fundamentally though, our company is based on, you know, you work hard, you know, but but you, you got to make sure you enjoy your time with your family. And that's what I love about what we do as a company is making sure that we are working hard, we're executing, we're hitting our goals, we're grinding it out for those eight or eight hours or so that we're here um, and but we're going home and enjoy it with our with our kids and with our families because I'll tell you that this time goes by as they say right with kids the the days are long and the, the, and years, the years are, are short, short right? <laughs> so. I, I can attest to that with, with my kids you know they're they're younger than your they're toddlers and it is it is so true but um 
uh, I think it's a great point. You know, you, you need to keep your, your priorities in perspective and, you know, you want to you wanna work hard and then you want to go spend time with your family. Um, and, and to be at a place that allows you to do that is, is special. You're right. It's, it's unique. Yeah. And there was a guy here just talking. He said his leader told him, if he missed his son's fo- one football game, he's fired. <laughs> like, I mean, usually that's opposite. Like, yeah. you got to stay in and work extra hours, and I don't care if you miss yourself football game. Yeah. He said, and he got a kick out of telling the story, he said his leader told him if he misses a son's football game, he's going to be fired. That's great. So, I love it. Yes. But you know what? You know how you know that it's going to make that team member work a little bit even harder, exactly. though, because you're going to be like, hey, my, my leader's so cool about this. He wants me to be at that game, so I'm going to I'm gonna bust my butt and work a little bit. <laughs> harder to make sure that you know I don't leave anybody hanging on you know anything I need to do so yeah. that's a beautiful story I love it well it almost feels like he's a member of our family right I mean no the work family but I mean like actual family that's oh, yeah. that's kind of what Alex feels like oh yeah for sure just just one of those cool guys just yeah super cool well we appreciate you uh you taking the time to join us this has been a lot of fun uh you, you got great stories you're making a great impact here and uh and we look forward to all that is still to come you so thank you for sharing your story Alex. Yeah, thank you guys your stories are amazing i love catching up with you guys every day when i see them and i just uh, i love it and you guys are doing a tremendous job and the podcast has been tremendous i listen to all of them all the great stories all the you know everybody who's uh, participated done such a great job so thank you for doing it all to make sure you never miss an episode of power forward subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and look for another new episode coming your way in two weeks featuring more inspirational stories of success. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Power Forward.